everyone, welcome back to the My Tech Decisions podcast. This is an exciting episode that I think a lot of you will find interesting. As most of you know, Microsoft releases monthly security patches on the second Tuesday of each month in what has become known as Patch Tuesday. Microsoft releases patches that can fix upwards of 100 plus security bugs, so it's really something that IT pros like sysadmins need to be very aware of. There can be a lot of information to digest in those security releases, so we partnered with Zero Day Initiative, a wholly owned vulnerability disclosure initiative of cybersecurity firm Treadmicro that can help you make sense of these patches. To get this monthly recurring podcast started, we spoke with Dustin Childs, the Senior Communications Manager at Zero Day Initiative, about the, about the February security updates. Before we get to the interview, here's a quick reminder to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. All right, we now welcome on Dustin Childs, a senior communications manager at Zero Day Initiative, which is wholly owned by cybersecurity company Trend Micro. Uh, Dustin, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. So, Dustin, we are talking about Patch Tuesday. Um, you guys do a very good job of just getting this useful information out there about about these uh, these vulnerabilities on Microsoft and uh, in Adobe and others patch uh, every month. Um, so, if you're in, you know, IT admin, um, which patches are you making sure to test and apply uh, this month, and and why? Well, the first thing we're looking at is the patch for the DNS server. Uh, obviously, DNS servers are one of the crown jewels of any enterprise. So, if I'm running a DNS server that's affected by this bug, I'm going to test it very closely. Now, Microsoft does say that you need dynamic updates enabled to be affected by this bug. But that's a very common configuration. And in fact, Microsoft gives you very detailed instructions on how to set that up. So I expect there to be a lot of servers out there. So even though this is a mitigation, they're still going to be affected. So that's one thing that I look at very closely. Uh, another thing I'm going to look at very closely is, are the ones affecting print spooler. Uh, if you were a sysadmin last year, you lived through print nightmare. Right. Uh, and this, these are some very similar bugs. In fact, uh, one of them was even reported by the same researcher who reported some of the print nightmare bugs. And another one was actually disclosed during the Tianfu Cup. Uh, so that was you know, shown as a full active exploit. So that definitely makes it very exploitable. Uh, so I would definitely take a look at those very quickly. Yeah, and you, you write in your, in your blog on, on the patches that there aren't any critical rated bugs. Um, mm -hmm. and, and to your knowledge, that's, that's the first time that that's happened in the monthly security update. Um, so you, I went. I, sorry, I went back in time and I looked, and the the last time this happened, it was January of 2017. So you oh, have wow. to go back quite a while. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft released three bulletins that month, all important, and then in February they didn't release any bulletins at all. There was some sort of error in Redmond, uh, and then the wow. next month it returned with a vengeance with like 135 <laughs> uh, CVEs nice. and plenty of critical. And it's been there have been critical patches every month since that time. So definitely an unusual scenario with no uh, critical updates. Yeah. Um, so while there aren't any, any critical rated bugs, there are uh, a handful that you say should be treated as such. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, why, why is that? What, what makes these so dangerous? Well, you really have to look at things that are uh, critical to your particular environment. Microsoft is going to rate the severity as best they can for everyone. 
But for example, another bug I called out is the uh, patch for Hyper-V server. And oh. this would allow a guest to go from a, a guest virtualized workstation to executing code on the underlying hypervisor, the, the host OS. Uh, if you're running Hyper-V a lot in your environment, that's one that you should really pay attention to. If it's critical to your environment, that should be a critical bug. Uh, Microsoft says it's hard to exploit, but we've seen exploits in the past. So I don't know that I really agree with Microsoft's uh, judgment there. And it's one of those things where it's like, ah, I could go back or forth. I'd rather take it, I'd rather treat it as critical and have it not be as critical than have treat it as important and then have it get exploited later. Well, let's talk about something you already mentioned, the the uh, print spooler bugs. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, the, the print nightmare uh, never is, seems to stop being a nightmare. Um, yeah. what, what what makes the print spooler such an attractive target? Uh, I think what's really attractive about it now is it's been shown to be a fertile ground. Uh, if you look at just printing on Windows, it's a very complex system. I mean, just think of all of the different types of printers around, the different brands. Uh, there's a lot that goes into supporting all of that infrastructure. So you get some very complex code in the print spooler. And whenever you start adding code complexity, the chance of adding bugs increases. <clears throat> really with Print Nightmare, researchers show that, hey, not only is this fertile ground for bugs, it's fertile ground for bugs that can be exploited. And it's a place where it's difficult for sysadmins to really affect a lot of change and a lot of protections because the people, their, their customers are demanding that printing not be uh, disruptive. So you can't just disable the print spooler. I mean, I know that's a, that's a mitigation for a lot of this stuff, but it's right. not very practical for a lot of enterprises to just turn off printing. Uh, right. So it becomes a very attractive target. It's a lot of code. So there's a lot of bugs in there that are yet to be found, uh, most likely. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that's hard to service. I mean, we've seen a lot of the updates from Microsoft that, uh, don't function as intended that might yeah. be printing. Uh, so it's it's one of those areas that's like, yeah, researchers are going to pound this and, and pretty much they're going to beat it until it's a dead horse and they yeah. can't get anything else from it. So we should see um, more principal bugs disclose uh, for the foreseeable future? I would I would expect so. Uh, there, there are usually trends that happen as far as uh, bug disclosure goes, for example, the Microsoft Jet database, for a while, it was a fertile source of bugs. We saw that kind of rise and then fall off. Uh, so we see different components get focused on for a while. Print Spooler happens to be one of the popular flavors right now. Uh, so I do expect to see more in the Print Spooler before it hopefully eventually will, will tail off and we see fewer and fewer. So February only had, uh, what, about 50 uh, vulnerabilities <clears throat> patched. Um, I yes. think that's you know, good news for admins after a few recent heavy lists. Um, yes. Well, but you also write that that February um, patch Tuesday is usually uh, fairly late. Uh, why is that? Uh, well, historically, Microsoft used to be on a two-month testing cycle. So January would be the end of a test cycle and a big release. February would be one of those months where it was not the completion of a test cycle. So the release was historically smaller. I don't know if that's still the case, if they've moved to a monthly test cycle or if they're still on that two month test cycle. But historically, February was just always, has always been one of those lighter months with the exception of course, 2020 when there just were no light months. Uh, but yeah. so it doesn't surprise me that February is lighter. Going back over time, you'll see about 50 bugs patched each February uh, you know, for the past few years. So it, it's 
for whatever reason, it seems to be a month. Maybe it's just because it's a shorter month um, mm-hmm. that it, it just ends up being a little bit lighter than everything else. Right. So based on recent history, should we expect a, a much busier uh, March patch Tuesday? Uh, yes. Based on the, well, the last two years, uh, they've, there've been over a hundred CVEs patched in March, uh, each of those years. So I do expect March to be larger than February and potentially a very large month again. Right. Um, yeah. Any, any other, uh, you know, best practices on just how to tackle, um, you know, patch Tuesday for, for the sysadmins out there. Uh, gosh, I wish I could, uh, vulnerability management is, a, is such a difficult thing. And, uh, I wish that I could impress how hard it is to really, uh, understand everyone's enterprise. So I guess my first thing is make sure that you understand what you're actually protecting, and then you can focus on the patches and the mitigations and the tools you really need to, to protect. Uh, one of the biggest problems that we see when we talk to our customers or when we go out in the field is just people understanding what really is in their enterprise. Uh, and they have to use special tools to figure out. You wouldn't think it would be that hard to figure out just like what's plugged onto your network, but it, yeah. really, is a, it really is a big problem because there's so much rogue IT out there. There's so much, uh, there's so many people that just, I got a little money, I'm going to plug in a server or, or whatever. And now you've got a, a hole in your network that could potentially really be a source of infection for malware, ransomware, you know, APT, big threats, anything. So it's definitely a big problem. And uh, I definitely hope the sysadmins know that, that we appreciate how hard of a problem it is to solve. And hopefully we're getting better time over time. Uh, month over a month uh, in at least giving them the information they need to perform a real risk assessment for their enterprise. Very good. Uh, Dustin, thanks very much for your time. Um, and I look forward to uh, talking to you uh, every every month after Patch Tuesday. Sounds great. See you next month.